Now, Positively Ernie with Ernie Anastas, a New York TV legend and radio host with great positive stories and interviews. Thanks, Ernie. You're the best. And now, here's Ernie. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. We're back. And Happy New Year to everybody. Wishing you all good health and happiness. The best in life, okay? Uh, I love doing this show because I've got great guests on the air. And I handpicked them, and I picked a great guy today. Rob McNaughty. I want to say hi to him. What a great guy. Rob, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ernie. This guy is an amazing comedian, an impressionist, an actor. You know, I saw you perform right in this studio. Right, right. Because there was a big party here at WABC. Yes. And you were performing it. Rob, i got to tell you something. I mean, I've been around, and I've, I've seen a lot of talent. And I was watching you, and you are really extraordinary. I mean, what you, you do is amazing. Thank I mean, you, you, so you performed, you, 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 you were doing so many characters. I mean, Al Pacino, I mean, you were doing them all. And there's some bad dudes talking about me, and they keep saying, this guy's got a chip on his shoulder. I said, no, I've got an eagle on my shoulder, and his name is Chip, so be very careful. Right? But I want to see my favorite actor, Al Pacino, have his own cooking show. What the heck was that? What schmuck doesn't hold down a cake blender when mixing the cake bag? I got double chocolate mix in my hair. I'm doing a show live in three, two, one. Welcome to Cucino Pacino. But you know what else? When you do them, you not only have the voice uh-huh. and the mannerisms, the right. face as well. Now, you must say that this is a God-given talent, isn't it? Uh, glory to God. Yeah, and, and, yeah I, I think so. And I'm grateful and blessed to, to have that ability to, to mimic yeah. people and act and make people laugh and do comedy. How yeah. early did you know? Because when I was a kid, I was like 10 years old, and I knew that I loved radio. I used to pretend I was on the radio. You know, I'd, I'd be underneath the, the kitchen table with the radio playing. How early on did you know that you had this gift? When I was a kid, about yeah. six or seven, I started mimicking family and friends and, and, and relatives <laughs> and do shows in the living room yeah. and in the classroom. So I kind of picked up on it there that uh-huh. I had this this trait to mimic this gift to mimic people and do uh-huh. impressions yeah and, and when fa- you get laughs yeah it's addicting so you say i got say- something here right i was about to say that when when you do it and then people react to it right then yeah. you know that something's going on here absolutely your yeah. family was very supportive they were they yeah. were my dad said you know you got to get that degree you got to get the college degree and yeah. my mom said you better be careful with this going out in comedy world and everything <laughs> but when i started getting paid and doing it consistently and booked yeah. all the time they were like all right you could always go back to college if you have to exactly Not well, many you went people... to montclair right yes i did yeah. montclair state university yeah, great school good. so you, yeah. you did some college and you got some experience but yeah. the, the main thing was your career right. so so people are out there watching and listening and saying okay here's a guy that's successful at what he does right what was it a tough haul? And you're, you're still doing it. You're still working hard at this. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's a. Ch- it's funny. I build characters. It's yeah. a character building career. Uh, I, I, like you know, <laughs> because there's ups and downs and there's yeah. challenges. But uh, I never give up and I keep going. And uh, my mother ha- sold real estate pr- private homes and uh, her boss, a man named Saul Flame, he okay. was in the Holocaust. Oh. And and he actually was, they were, him and his wife were so kind that mm. they 
they, when my parents got divorced, they said, your, your sons aren't leaving because they're established in their schools and neighborhood. We want them to stay here. And they helped us financially stay there. Nice. And, uh, and he told me too, he says, you know, he, he was German Jewish. So we spoke with a German Jewish accent. He says, you know, Harvey, you'll make it, Harvey, you'll make it. You're <laughs> like, uh, you are funny, like Jackie Mason, you're a funny guy and uh, you will make it. Never give up, Harvey, never give up. And coming from what his background, that yeah. always inspired me because if he could make it through what he made it through yeah. and build a, a uh, a, a successful story. business, you know, I could do it. Rob, so that's it, very good. It's people in your life, teachers along oh. the way that you remember my English teacher in the seventh grade, let me uh, recite Abbott and Costello, who's oh. on first. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, it was kind of a cold read, but he got me up there reading these lines and, 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 and yeah. And then yeah. I would tell jokes, other teachers would tell jokes and that inspired me to the comedic timing and everything. And, but the, the impressions were big because impressions are acting. Yes, yes. Jamie Foxx said it, Kevin Spacey said it, Billy yeah. Crystal and Eddie Murphy. Those were all my inspirations. Joe Piscopo. Piscopo, yeah, right here. You know, because I sure. would see them on TV and, yeah. you know, movies, TV, SNL, and I would say, and I would laugh mm, hysterically, mm -hmm. and then i say, oh, I could do that, and I yeah. want to do that, yeah. and they, they inspired me you to do what I You know, what you're saying is so important, Rob, because you need role models. You, you need people to emulate. You have to look at them and say, I want to be like them. There's a difference. There's a difference between being jealous of somebody, which I think is a negative, but but if you're if you're admiring somebody and you want to be like them, right. I think that's a, that's a wonderful thing. It's, it's an admiration, yeah. and I think you do that with people. But yeah. you do so many voices. Yeah. I, you know, my mother got a, her fill of it around the house because she bought me the Eddie Murphy album, and oh, I was just yeah. obsessed with this delirious show that he did. I never saw anything yeah. like it. Oh yeah, and I would uh, and I would say that you know I'd be at breakfast like, Yo, I'm a, I'm a suburban Italian kid, uh -huh. you know, 12 years old, going, Yo, ma, where's the butter? I need some more butter on my French toast now. Come on, we're, we got to get the syrup. Let's go. We <laughs> we go. You make great French toast, but I need a little more syrup here. <laughs> this is great. So, you know, and then yeah. you, you grow the repertoire. So how do you choose, like, for example, when you do the, the, the different, you know, voices, how yeah. do you decide which one you like or which one you can do better, something that comes easy to you or what? Well, I've always loved movies since I was a kid. Yeah. It, it's an escape to go watch the movies from Black Stallion to Rocky mm. to Eddie movie, uh, Woody Allen movies. Oh, yeah. Great. And uh, and I but I would watch them over. Grease was the big one when oh, I was sure. a kid. I yeah. saw that. You do Travolta. You That's I mean, right. That, well, there's there's two Travoltas now. There's the the uh, the the person Travolta and the talk show host guest guest. Uh, and that you know that's and it's wonderful. It's upside. I fly great. my airplane. I'm building my <laughs> skills constantly. It's wonderful. And uh, and then there's the Tony Monero, Danny Zuko, John Travolta. Who of course you know I was very inspired oh. by to do dancing and singing and all that stuff. Oh my God, Sandy. <laughs> Is he amazing or what? But you know what? Not only do you do the voice, Rob, because I watched you perform. You also yeah. danced. And yes. that was an amazing dance. You did Travolta like Travolta. Thank you. I Thank mean, that, you. That's, I, you got to work on that stuff. Yeah, well, I've watched that movie enough growing up. Good. And I've, it's a classic. And so, I mean, when I was a kid, that was the rage. And and I just, you know, the way he danced and, you know, looking up to him as an yeah, actor yeah, and, yeah, a, and yeah, a dancer. Sure. Yeah, and um, you did Pacino, which I thought was amazing. Yeah. Oh, I was up here and the Pacino voice in my head was going, that's Ernie Anastas right there. Okay, continue with the show. This is fun. <laughs> Mr. Anastas is watching my show. <laughs> you know what's great? I mean, not only, like I, I said, people watch this. Not only do you have the voice, but your eyes and your facial expressions are like Pacino. It's a full body experience. Absolutely. The arms, yeah, legs, look. the leverage. 
Oh, Everything, man. neck angles are involved. Well, that's, you know, I think that's acting. I know. When you take on a different, a person's aura, a mannerisms, yeah. a different voice, that's acting. And that's why I like to mix my stand-up comedy with impressions because yeah. I get to use my acting chops. And, I know. But, but you and, know, your impressions are great, but you also do a lot of accents. Now, right. just give us a little a little repertoire. I mean, you do the Italian, you do Latino, you do Russian, you do right. it all. Let me just hear a little bit because I want people to appreciate that if they haven't heard you, they're, they're missing out. Go ahead. Well, the, I, I was at a few dance clubs and there happened yeah. to be Indian uh, homie gangs like that rolling through. So you know, there was one, yo, what up, what up, what up? Yo, why are you sweating me like this? Why, yo, we're going to chill. We're going to have some drinks, yo. We're going to party up, yo, it's crazy. <laughs> then there's like, um, there's um, uh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Yeah, so typical actor, prone to exaggeration. I'll go down to Central Park. My wife is there, and I, the sun comes out of the clouds, and there I am. I'll get down on one knee, and I'll give her the ring, and I'll propose, and it all worked out great. I love it. I love uh, it. So, so the Australian, you know. You, you do a lot of action. And you know what? Now, I want to ask you about this, because we talked a little bit about this before we did this show. And, you know, comedy has changed. Yeah. And, you know, you do a lot of different accents. Right. Now, some people, you know, say, are you being politically correct by doing something like that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I come from an ethnic family as well, Greek American family, you're Italian. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, we work in an environment in this business where you're with everybody from all walks of life, from different parts of the world. Right. So we learn to respect one another. Right. But sometimes I feel that we're a little sensitive um, when we don't really have to be because nobody right. means to be mean spirited if you're doing an accent, if you're having fun right. and you're doing it with good humor. Right. Okay. L right. Let's face it. You know, when someone's being nasty. Sure. Yeah. You know I, that. Let me tell you something. If I had a, 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 I could tell you so many times on the road, yeah. people said, oh, you're from New Jersey and, yeah. you know, or, hey, how you doing? <laughs> you're from like, no, I don't speak with that right. accent particularly, but they kind of generalize you. And I, you know, you could get upset at that and say, well, but, but, you know, you let it roll off your back and, and you, everyone's got to have a sense of humor and, you know, but now that you can't canceling people, it's, it's ridiculous. I know, um, I know. You know, how, but yeah. how do you react to that now? I mean, in terms of, you know, putting together your shows when you go out and you do things, how careful are you? How sensitive? How much do you think about being politically correct and not offending anybody? You know, I think you have to just do what you do. I mean, if it's a certain crowd, and I'm told watch this or watch that or uh, maybe I'll be a little bit more careful. Okay. Uh, but but I will, you know, it's America and I have the right to do my comedy and speak my mind. When I started out, there was a comedian that said, Rob, when, you know, someone's late for the show, if you don't call them out, you're not recognizing them. Mm. If there's an Asian person in the audience and you don't, they feel left out. If you don't do yeah, a, a funny little Asian routine, right. I mean, that's what, and that's the way it was in the eighties anyway. Now, you know, so, and people would feel in, that was inclusiveness right. is mimicking Italian or Jewish or Irish. And that's the neighborhood I grew up in. Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. was a melting pot and I, you know, everyone kidded with each other. Um, and, and especially at a show, you would include them. And that was the rule. Now it's changed. So, no, it but I, changed. I mean, you know, I, I think if, if you're doing it with a good fun, people realize it. If people get start really berating a person's ethnicity or something, then I could understand maybe a little. But, you know, it's and freedom you know, of speech. And you it's know America, when it's so. bad. You, you know when, it, when someone is being yeah. mean-spirited, you understand it. You hear right. it. You feel it. But when someone yeah. was really doing it with genuine humor, well, look, for example, look at a, an old name, Don Rickles. Yeah. Think oh of my. all the stuff that he did when <laughs> he was on stage. Yeah. If you look back, if you listen to him, you know, some people today would go crazy and say, how did he say that? Right. Why did he say right. that? Right. But people back then, I don't think were as, uh, offended that way because they thought that he was just being humorous. Right. Yeah. Oh, and he was. He and, was and he Mr. Would, Warmth. Mr. Warmth. <laughs> yeah. But he would say... 
And I think he meant it because if you if you listen to some of the roasts and some of the people that knew him, oh, yeah. they would always say that Don loves people. And he right. would also tell his audience, I love you. And that's why I'm saying this. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was there an act, yeah. but you know, it's changed dramatically. So you're still on the roll, man. You're doing a lot of good stuff. You, you ended up on Letterman. We talked about yes, that, which was yes. a great, how did you feel about being on that show? Oh, it was a cloud nine experience. Yeah. It was a cloud nine experience. I had been performing with the Sopranos at Foxwoods Casino. Mm. And after the show, uh, the executive producer of Letterman came up and said, Rob, we, we've got to get you on the show keep in touch, here's my card. So a year goes by, I have a gig with the New York Yankees to perform for them at the Hammerstein Ballroom. I and uh, I bought a Joseph Abutsu, $800. Oh, he was, Joseph was on the show. I know, he's, yeah. he's a great guy, a great guy. amazing clothing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a big fan. And so I tried the suit on the night before the Yankee gig and uh -huh. I'm looking in the mirror and I'm thinking, imagine putting on this suit for mm -hmm. The Late Show with David Letterman. Oh. And the next morning, I get a call from the executive producer. Like Rob, we want you on. Wow. And it's April 30th. And can you be there? I said, absolutely. Beautiful. And so oh, it was it was amazing. And what he treated an you well, I know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He enjoyed my set and I was just grateful. He's I mean, terrific. He's a terrific guy, a absolutely. legend. But and he had you on the air, which was great. And, yeah. and now, you know, you're, you're doing a lot of other things. Yeah. And in terms of how you set it up, okay, what what are your goals now? What are you looking for? Because let's face it, Rob, a lot of competition. Out oh, there. yeah. A lot of a good competition. Too. Yes. And so how do you how do you counter that? How do you say, okay, this is how I'm going to position myself. Mm -hmm. And and you have an agent, you have people right. that work for you. Tell us. Well, about I'm a comedian who, <clears throat> who loves to do acting as well. I yeah. do characters, impressions. I can do voiceovers. I can do commercial. I do physical comedy. And I tell myself there's no one who can be me and my unique gifts. So I, I will use them. I will continue to audition for acting roles, uh, sitcoms, episodics, television, Good. stage, and uh, commercials and voiceovers. And I also have a unique act that I continue to build and grow with, and I'll be touring. So I'll actually be at the Riley Arts Center in Ocala, Florida. Oh, on March 15th. March, March 15th? March 15th, yeah. In Ocala, Florida. Yes, okay. It's a beautiful art center. Watching, oh, yeah, yeah. And you got to get your act put. To, is it going to be kind of the thing that we saw here? Uh, some of that. It's going to be longer, though. It'll be about an hour. Yeah. So I do more. I do more stand-up. I do more impressions. And you all, do a all lot that. of your own writing. and your Oh, own absolutely. Writing. Yes, yes. Some, sometimes people think that, you know, someone does that for him. You know what I mean? He doesn't do it himself. But you are the one that creates yes. your talent and you yes. put it into a package. Yeah. And my brother helps. Oh, my brother's good. been part of my team for a long time. He was instrumental in getting me on Letterman. Uh, and uh, we went down there a couple of times within that year mm. and, and talked to the security guards and the PAs. Ah. And so we tried to work our name in there. So you always got to sell your yourself uh and it and finally we broke through and and that was great you got to work the crowd yes you know you, you have do. to work you your, your contacts there's nothing wrong with that I mean, this is how it gets done i mean and it is it yeah. is a connection business yeah. okay i mean if you know somebody they make a phone call somebody sees you look i saw you right i mean i know about right. you but right. i saw you perform and i said gotta have rob on the show yeah because i mean yeah. you know this is how you and i'm sure that when you go out and you perform you know that there are people out in the audience who could be the next you know uh, David Letterman producer. Yes, that's true. That's true. You got to get in front of the right people right. And, and and always be out there to be seen by who yeah. you never know, right. such as yourself. Well, I always think of Joel Osteen, you oh, know, because yeah. sometimes when things get challenging in this business, I hear him say, 
God's working behind the scenes. He's moving people. You don't see where he's moving them, and he's putting them in place. Oh. You don't know what he's doing, but he's working for you. And oh, I want to thank you for being one of those people That's already. Good, buddy. <laughs> I, I watched y'all. He's good. But you got him so. But how many times when, you, when you're listening to a voice, yeah. how often do you have to like practice it, work on it, uh, you know, hear yourself, tweak it a little bit before you get it to where you think it's just right? Different times for mm -hmm. different voices. Some are a little more challenging than others. Yeah. Generally, it could be moments instantaneous, a week to two weeks. It could take, then I, sometimes I can refine it over a couple of months. Right. You know, so, uh, some people are yeah. easy. Like for example, in the old days, uh, you know, uh, someone like, like an Ed Sullivan, yeah. and everybody would, hello, hello out there. Yeah. I mean, anybody could do that. Yeah. But yeah. a certain voice, like you were doing Pacino and some others, who do you find the most challenging? I mean, you did Seinfeld. I right. heard you do Seinfeld and yeah. Kramer. Right. Well, that's, you know, Seinfeld was a little challenge. There's a lot of undulation. There's a lot of different tones. It took a while, but I got it and I worked on it. Oh, he worked on it. He watched us every night and WBIX and oh, whatever, all those stations we have the reruns. Yeah. Kramer. Yeah. And Nicolas Cage, there's a lot going on with the facial, with the eyebrows, with the nasality, yeah. with the undulation of the voice. And I just want to say I'm happy to be on your show positively already because it's so important to spread positivity and emanate it throughout the universe. Unbelievable. You're, you're, I respect that. You know, I'm listening to you and, and I'm, I'm, I'm appreciating <laughs> your talent because I think the most important thing, and, and I can relate to this because of what I've been doing all my life, you're always on in a sense. In other right. words, you're always thinking about what you do mm -hmm. because it's part of you. Right. It's right. not like you turn it on and off. I think that, you know, because you have this gift mm -hmm. that you're always listening for an opportunity to maybe try a different voice sure. or use a different line. Sure. So you're like always doing it, but correct me if I'm wrong, but what you're doing is fun. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. It has to be fun. Absolutely. It's fun. It's fun to get the voice yeah. and try, try to get right. the voice and refine the voice. Mm. And then when you put it in front of a crowd and they yeah. laugh, you go, okay, I, I got the mannerism right. I hit something there. Let me work on that more. Yeah, yeah. And just making people laugh is a, is a gift. Oh, and man. and I, I mean, in high school, and I would always say, job. yeah, laughter is the best medicine. And it is. I would say in high school, well, I want to be a doctor of laughology in a way, nice. you know, and make people laugh. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. <laughs> you know, uh, talk about that for a minute, because we live in a world, and I don't have to tell you and the people who are listening and watching, where we're always dealing on a day-to-day -day basis with all kinds of negative problems, serious problems, yeah, yeah. shootings, violence, hatred, wars. I mean, so much yeah, going on, yeah. and we need humor. And many times I find that the pulse of, of the country and the pulse of the world mm -hmm. is if we don't have a lot of humor. If I don't hear a lot of jokes from people, I'm saying, it's a little downtime. Right. People laugh more right. and have more fun when things are good, when things sure. are better. Sure. So, so what do you do? Because I try to, you know, present positive news on the air and stories. Mm -hmm. What do you do in terms of thinking, how can I make people feel better? How can I make them laugh? How can I be part of the answer, part of the solution? Mm -hmm. What do you do? How do you think about that? 
I yeah. think you, I'm, I'm religious, so, you know, I pray a lot. I pray yeah. for people in our world. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. And yeah. I mean, just doing shows, as many shows as I can, or doing benefits for people, uh, friends in high school that needed a benefit because they had a medical situation. Mm -hmm. And you can give of yourself and serve, uh, donating to different charities. Um, just making people laugh, though, yeah. I think it, it has that butterfly effect. It does that it travels and it, 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 it does release the dopamine yeah. and the, and the endorphins in the brain and the serotonin. So we just got to keep going. And, you know, hopefully people, we will come back to a point where things aren't so crazy and mm -hmm. we can, you know, laugh a little bit more and, and get along more. Yeah. Uh, Rob, you mentioned something and I'm going to bring it up and I don't talk about it too often, but I, I, I do enough. You talked about spirituality. Yeah. Uh, that, that you're a spiritual person, you believe in God. Right. And, and I'm the same way. And, uh, and I feel free enough to talk about it because, and see if you agree with me, and I know you do. Uh, it's not like you're judging somebody if they are religious or spiritual or not. Right. There are saints who walk around who've never been in a church, a mosque, a synagogue, whatever. Sure. And, yeah. and they're, they're just really genuine, beautiful human beings. Sure, sure. And to me, when I think about spirituality, I think about what I do and I know what you do, it's a gift from above. Right, and I'm right. saying, I wanna make sure that I use this in the proper way. Sure. I wanna emulate the creator. Yes. Irma Bombeck had a great quote, and I use it often. She said, when I die and I face God, I'm gonna say, I have nothing left. I used all the talent you gave me. Mm -hmm. And That's I, a great quote. I kind of feel like you wanna empty out sure. all the time that you're here on this earth, Go into the well and bring out this talent and gift because you're honoring our creator. Sure. I believe that. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yes. And that's another reason to always keep going and keep improving and, yeah. and, and just perform as much as I can and share yeah. the gifts God's given me. And it's true. It's true. You have to, to, to put that out there and, and, and use it in the right way. And, you know, it, it, let's face it, it's a business of adulation and, yes. and you gotta, it, I think God, whatever your religion is, helps right. to put that in perspective right. because it, it could easily become about me and mm. you know, money and fame and whatever. But I think, it's so important to have that perspective of God's perspective and giving to other people and we're all in this together type. There's thing. a line that says, do I want to be a host to God or a, um, um, what's the a host to God or a hostage to my ego? Mm. Okay. Do that's I want to be a host line. to God or a hostage to my ego? And I think that's important. There, there's nothing wrong, if you will, with having the spiritual feeling, because in fact, I find that people who have a sense of creation, Mm -hmm. um, are kinder to one another, mm -hmm. are more understanding of one another, and use the word love, who have a love and care and understanding for humanity. Yes. How can you go wrong with things like the Ten Commandments, for goodness sakes? Thou shalt not, basics. Right. I mean, right. I'm not talking about anything specific about religion, you know, all the, the theological questions that come up and so forth. Right. Put that aside. Forget about yeah. that. Yeah. Just look at a human being and say, we're connected, man. We're brothers right. coming from the same source. Right. Right. Yeah. Right? Yes, exactly. And it's a, it's a little bit of a playbook and a rule book yeah. that, you know, keeps people to say, well, God said, don't do this, don't do that, don't mm. hurt people, treat mm. others as you would treat yourself. Yeah. And, you know, if people get too far away from that, you see things going on and it's just, it's sad, exactly. you know, but... You we, know, we uh, keep going. You, you know, you're doing a great job. And speaking about keeping going, we could go on for the next half hour. Yeah. I usually like to ask a couple of quick questions just to get a sense of, of your, your, your being and your personality. I ask people things like if you could give a, a newborn baby, you know, some advice about life, mm -hmm. something that you have learned, something mm -hmm. that you would like to give it to that child and say, you know what, when you're old enough to understand this, right. here's a little bit of my wisdom that I've learned 
in my career, in my life as a human being that maybe I can share with you that could help you? Is there something that comes to mind, Rob? Just to be compassionate uh, to other people and think twice when, you know, if you get angry and try to, you know, come down from that, if mm. you get angry and, and center yourself yeah. um, and always just, you know, to love other people, really, other people. And, and try to respect them as much as possible yeah. and, and be empathetic towards others like and whatever that. their plight or challenge might be. I like that. Okay. Yeah. So what makes you laugh? And what? dance every day if you can to <laughs> dancing and dancing. laughing. Like and, Sorba, right? Yeah. <laughs> When yeah, I'm happy, I dance. Here, when I'm not here. happy, I dance. Oh, my God. So what, what makes you laugh? What makes you laugh? All different. I have a broad range of uh, taste for comedy. Monologies, physical comedy, Jim Carrey, uh, Jerry Lewis, uh, uh, um, joke jokes. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, just all sorts of, I mean, mm. Seinfeld, Eddie oh, Murphy, yeah. Rodney Dangerfield, Adam Sandler, Kevin James, the King of Queens sitcoms. Amazing. I mean, the list, Gary Marshall, oh, uh, yeah. all the series oh, he's God. created. Oh, um, Giants. Yeah, I mean, Billy Giants. Crystal and, oh, yeah. and uh, all of them. Robin Williams, God rest his soul. Oh, uh, yeah. Great talents. Yeah, Joe Wonderful. Piscopo. I know. Um, yeah, so talented and funny um, and just funny movies, rom-coms. You know, I, I, you I love those things. Uh, yeah. So on, on the other side, the flip side of that, yeah. what makes you cry? What makes you cry? When I see those ASPCA commercials. Oh yes, um, those dogs. Yeah, that's that's oh, and, and, and the children at St. Jude's. Yeah. That's I know. just so tough. And but I yeah. donate and I support uh, them, those funds and uh, yeah. yeah, but those things and yeah, and uh, just sometimes a movie, you know, you yeah. get you get so involved and it becomes so real yeah. with that romance or whatever's going on yeah. that triggers something in you or mm -hmm. me. Yeah. And you just like, you know, and sometimes you don't want to admit it, you're just no. like, Yeah, I'm good. I'm uh, that was a good I movie. Know. Was good acting, <laughs> but there's nothing. Right. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk in the other room a minute, look like I'm looking out the window. Said, yeah, wow, that must have allergies. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I, but you know what? I I, I I have been embarrassed sometimes because I will cry easily. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm moved by something. Okay. And I, I was talking to a very dear friend of mine uh, who was a, a Catholic priest. Mm -hmm. uh, God rest his soul, uh, Jack. Couture, Father okay. John Couture, he ran the Christophers okay. in New York, great organization. Okay. And I was talking to him one time, he's a real great guy. Mm -hmm. And I told him about that. I said, you know, he, he wanted me to call him Jack. I said, Jack, I, sometimes, you know, if I'm watching a movie or if I hear somebody or if, I, if I, 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 I witness something that moves me, I said, you know, I can cry easily. And I said, I'm a little embarrassed about that. He said, why? I said, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like, you know, I should express that that way. Maybe people think that, you know, I'm weak or something like that. He said, no, no. Right. He said, there's a thing called the gift of tears. Mm. And he said, if you think about it, the gift of tears is that if you are moved to cry, mm. that means that you're recognizing your divinity inside. Mm. You're recognizing your soul, huh. a true soul that's sensitive and caring for other human life. Yeah. So he said, never be embarrassed about that. He said, it's the gift of tears. Mm. So I thought about that and I said, you know what? Nothing wrong with it. Once that's in a while. true. You that's true. Up. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It I think it helps keep us balanced too. And that's yeah. a wonderful saying. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. It's true. It's a, it's a gift. So we don't want people to forget now. Ocala. Yes, Coming Ocala, up. Florida, yep. March 15th March at the 15th. Riley Arts Center, a beautiful theater sponsored by yes. Florida Express Environmental, a wonderful company nice. that's uh, sponsoring me down yep. there. And I'm so happy that they are. It's a beautiful place, an art center. They even teach children music and they have orchestras and movies wonderful. and comedians. So it's a great place. Well, we hope everybody will show 7 30 p.m. 7 30 p.m. Rob McNaughty will be there. Rob, you're a terrific guest. Uh, you've been a lot of fun. 
Uh, it's been a terrific conversation. Thank you so we much. Learned a lot from you, buddy boy. Oh, and I, I learned really a lot have. from you. It's Fantastic. an honor and a pleasure, pleasure to meet you and be with you on your show. God bless and you. I and commend your you. God bless you. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you, Rob, for being on the show. I hope you pleasure. enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.